My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today with a very, very exciting guest. You guys, the guest I'm bringing on, um, you know, he's an online business growth strategist. He's the host of the Journey to Legacy podcast, Wayne Veldsman. Welcome to the show, Wayne. Thank you so much for coming on today. Um, I mean, you have a lot of value to share with myself and my entire audience. So I'm really looking forward to it. Now, I know I kept my part very brief, but I just wanted to make sure we had enough time for yourself to go ahead and, um, you know, elaborate and tell us about the journey and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. So, um, first of all, thank, thanks for having me on. Honestly, absolute pleasure. I always want to get to share a little bit. And, you know, my journey is super, I guess, complex and long. And so I think like a lot of people, I always like to share that, you know, I, in the beginning, was looking for that overnight success, right? Which I love to start with because, you know, it's a slap in the face when you realize that is not going to happen, right? And so I'm pushing that overnight success 10 years in the making, um, and it's always just a nice thing to share with people because that's truly how all their journeys are going to be also. And so I started out in sales, launched into the digital marketing space simply because I was tired of working for somebody else. And so I started teaching myself all about really just making money on the internet, everything about websites and online advertising and sales funnels and marketing funnels, all of that fun stuff. And as I grew my first agency, we found success rather quickly but it was not fulfilling at all. And so I slowly started to pivot my efforts, looking for something that would be more fulfilling while I was using a lot of the skills that I had at the time. Uh, and I landed in the nonprofit sector, right? Actually still helping them to develop all of these similar strategies that are used in the poor profit world, but actually just to help them with awareness and to bring on more larger donors, helping them to actually make more money online as well. And so uh, my journey has taken me sort of all over the world, mostly in the U.S., from sitting down in uh, Cape Town, South Africa right now, working with a couple Love clients that. here and uh, doing lots of amazing things all on sort of the journey that I'm living I love this. Now, Wayne, let's talk a little bit about, you know, overcoming the obstacles. I know you could maybe take us back through your story of triumph and growth. Um, if you want to dive deep there, I think that that would be the next topic I'd love to cover and share with everyone. Yeah, you know, obstacles is an interesting one because there's so many different things I guess you could discuss. Right? I think in, in the beginning in an obstacle before I actually launched into entrepreneurship was I, I had a sales job that was super difficult. Uh, I was a door-to-door, but a business-to-business salesperson, uh, what I call cold canvassing. So they gave me a zip code and area code, and I literally was tasked to go walk into every single business. And I was trying to sell them T-Mobile cell phone services, actually. And uh, never in my wildest dreams that I think that you could walk into somebody else's business where they're trying to sell you something, but instead you sell them something. And no uh, it was 
It was super, super difficult. And as you can imagine, I upset a lot of people, got yelled at a lot, um, some not using the nicest words in the English vocabulary. But, you know, I, I learned so much. And I bring this up because it was one of the biggest obstacles ever. You know, there were days where literally I was crying in my car, like crazy anxiety, pushing depression of just like taking nose to the face of like, basically sometimes ruining people's days, other times, you know, making their days, which was pretty nice, but it was seldom occasions. And uh, it was just a tough obstacle, right? And I, so I, I like to tell the story because it was the toughest job I ever had. It was probably one of the worst, but at the same time, I think I learned the very most, right? And I, so I always urge everybody from a sales perspective, right? To push through it, get uncomfortable because you're going to learn so much and you're going to use it really through the rest of your journey. And uh, I still think today, you know, that one job has basically propelled me to now being able to make sales to my current clients and uh, honestly, even just make connections day to day. Because as a lot of us know, you know, it's all about who you know, not necessarily just what you know. So that's just, yes. you know, one of those sort of obstacles. A hundred percent, you know, it, it is about who you know. And also you don't always want to be the smartest one in the room. You want to enter rooms where you're learning still, right? Um, I love that. Now, they also say like, you are who you hang out with. You are who you surround yourself with. So make sure you're very cautious of that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, interestingly enough, this this past year, like I said, I'm, I'm sitting in Cape Town in South Africa. And uh, just one of the first things I always do when I'm traveling or living somewhere for a little bit longer, I look for a new gym to go to. And, uh, and I specifically picked one that actually is somewhat more expensive, uh, more than I want to pay, but it's because it's allowing me to surround myself with more high net worth individuals because it's really all about who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Now let's talk a little bit about, you know, lessons in resilience. Do you have any stories behind that? Let's tell us your thoughts behind being resilient, especially honestly in the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, lessons in resilience. You know, I'd say after, or in the in the middle of my first digital marketing agency, really, you know, like I said, we were we were finding a good amount of success, but um, I I wasn't super fulfilled, and my my business partner and I weren't seeing eye to eye on the direction that we wanted to take the company, and uh, it essentially caused a pretty unpleasant breakup. And uh, it was it was difficult, right? Because you know he had actually sort of found the brand, launched the name, did all the pay, paperwork a, a month before we got connected and really started the entire business together. But because of that, he had sort of all the ownership of most of our assets. And thus, when this breakup happened, um, unfortunately, he decided to uh, not be very nice about it. And so it was, it was difficult, right? I was, I was really far down after being really high up for a long while. And, uh, and I had to, had to keep pushing through, right? To basically go and go start from ground zero. And uh, when that happens, right? Especially when you have like this deep adjustment, right? From you're, you're living on cloud nine to all of a sudden you're on ground zero again, it's very difficult, but um you know, I think I'm trying to think about how I push through it other than just to simply keep working, 
right? Just to simply keep going every day to make sure that I'm not just sulking, but I know for myself that, you know, because I'm just taking action, all will work out again. Um, and I think that's honestly probably the lesson resilience that I'd like to share with everybody is simply just no matter what happens, right? You can control your day-to-day action. And as long as today you're focused on the things that are going to grow you, that are going to grow your business, the future is automatically going to take care of itself. So be resilient today and the future will be bright. I love this. Now, Wayne, let, let's let's dive into, you know, pivoting to success. You know, how do you go about, you know, adapting with an online business with the power of podcasting, how, how, how do you make that work? If you want to give us a, a, even the long way around about it and how you made this work and what it was like, even some of the challenges, um, I think that could be very relatable to those listening. Sure. You know, podcasting is, uh, is such a great method to go. Of course, we're on a podcast right here, right now. Right. right. And uh, it's it's exciting. So I started my first podcast in 2017. And I decided to at first start it as almost a way to just document my journey, a lot of what I was doing. It was right when I started in entrepreneurship. And I figured it'd be nice, you know, maybe someday to refer back to to help me help me write an autobiography. Who knows? Right. I was like, let me start documenting here. And um and it ended up almost being like a audio version of a journal, which also I think maybe even goes back to that resiliency question that we talked about, helping me to get through things, talk them out, hear and understand what I was going through. Um, and that was like how I got into podcasting. Right? It was really interesting. It wasn't super strategic to help me grow a business. My audience was essentially anybody interested in entrepreneurship that wanted to follow along with my journey. But as I sort of developed business, I realized that you could really use it from a marketing perspective to attract clients. I think there's two, two main ways that I like to share about how podcasts can really help to attract clients, right? And I think the first one, it's simple if you can equate it to how social media works, where you're putting out in a podcast information about your company, what you're doing, while at the same time providing a lot of value, value or entertainment, right? I specify that because a lot of people, when they hear value, they just think education, knowledge, but entertainment, as we know, it is super valuable. Just look at the moving industry, of course. But uh, that's, that's an interesting way to look at podcasting also, right? Is how social media helps you to promote your business because people find it interesting to follow along learn from you, be entertained by you, you can really do the same thing in podcasting. And if you're putting out content that ideally your target market, your audience, your ideal clients are interested in, then it can help you to grow and bring on new business, right? It's a platform for you to share your expertise. And so I think that's one really amazing way where podcasting can help everybody grow, especially in the online space, right? In the digital space, because podcasts are digital and in the descriptions or in the audio or in the video, you can send people to web pages, to links, to essentially just take a next action. And I think the other side of podcasting that's amazing as far as helping people to grow businesses is all about who you're interviewing. 
I think this is a really interesting strategy that I'm actually seeing a lot more podcasts, a lot more companies sort of start to do is that they're doing outreach to actually interview their ideal clients. And it's, it's really beautiful because it's providing, once again, value to your clients, free value before you ever ask anything of them. You're basically saying, hey, come onto my platform, talk about you, talk about your company. Let me help spread the word, spread your name, help your cause. And then by doing that, you're all of a sudden introduced to them, right? Here it goes back to that. It's all about who you know. And so by using podcasting to actually speak with your ideal clients, to interview your ideal clients, all of a sudden it's a platform that you're literally just almost for free getting leads, getting the opportunity to speak with them, to talk to them, maybe share hopefully a little bit of your expertise. And now they're a warm prospect instead of just something that's totally cold that can hopefully ideally lead to future business, right? Because you gave them a free value. They learned a little bit from you. They're now seeing you more as an expert because you were that interviewer. And uh, yeah, I think it's a, a pretty amazing way to grow your business, grow your brand. And so I think those two pillars sort of sort of cover it. What are, you, what are your thoughts, Brittany? I mean, you're a clearly podcast expert over here also. What, what am I missing? When you hit it, it's, you know, having a podcast as an entrepreneur with a business, everyone, I, I should tell everybody from my thoughts and experience, please get a podcast. It is an incredible way to scale your business as a lead generator. It's, it's simple. And not only the guests you bring on and who they refer you, that would be a fit for your show. Like, it's just a snowball effect, really. Um, I mean, we're able to scale entrepreneurs' businesses every day by using the podcast as a lead generator. We have an incredible automated um, sales system that, you know, leverages the podcast for you in order to scale your business by generating a ton of quality, quality leads, you know, your ideal clientele. And what not only do you get to meet them over the camera and develop that relationship. But I mean, if you're able to solve their problem as well, in whatever niche of um, industry you're in, then why not get a podcast and and, and try that, right? So Wayne, how has this worked for you so far? I mean, do you get a ton of people coming to you and being like, you know what, I really got to know you by listening to your podcast. Maybe they were even a guest on your podcast and then they're interested in, you know, continuing the relationship by working together, partnering up, doing business yeah. together. How does that work yeah. for you? No, ab- absolutely. Right. And so as, as you say, it's a very nice lead generator, right? And so in the digital marketing world, or if you're talking about what's known today as like a sales funnel or a marketing funnel, right? It's one of those things that's helping pour in new prospects into the top of the funnel, Right? And at the same time, it's helping to push them down the funnel, whereas the top of the funnel, there's becoming aware of who you are, what you do. And then the very bottom where it's sort of narrow is where they actually have a conversion or they purchase or they take them that next strategic step you want them to take. And uh, podcast is an absolutely amazing way to bring in lots of those leads into the top and even start to educate them, make them comfortable about who you are and what you do. So ideally they come out the bottom of the funnel as a customer. And um, right. yeah, I mean, it's, 
it, it works really well for us. You know, funny enough, I've been, I was actually brought on to host a few different podcasts for other companies, um, two different companies, actually, simply because the strategy works so well. They were using specifically the strategy of interview who could be your ideal client that I believe they are running. Oh man, how many, how many was it? I don't know, eight, nine, 10 different podcasts all within their one company. And they hired 10 different hosts simply so that they can fill their pipeline with all these leads. That's how well it works that a single company decided, okay, we're going to start 10 different shows that are slightly different, right? Have 10 subcategories, subtopics from our overarching business so that we can bring in all of these leads. Um, and I mean, I think that's a pretty mar- remarkable thing to think about right there. If one company has 10 podcasts, all as lead generation. Uh, it works pretty amazing. And so we sort of do, do the same thing over here by uh, interviewing entrepreneurs all about their journey uh, to legacy. That's the show's name, right? Journey to legacy, all about where they were, what they're doing now, what they project for the future. So we're a platform to give them free value and then ideally be able to help and serve them as well uh, later on. Love this. Now, Wayne, any big focuses or desires within the next three to six months? Big focuses and desires in the next three to six months. So the, the Journey to Legacy brand is very much education, training, and consulting. But at the same time, the next three to six months, we are really heavily pushing our other business that's actually called My Digital NPO, right? So My Digital Nonprofit. And uh, we're streamlining to really help that sector, that industry to grow mostly their online fundraising capabilities, help them bring in more funds. And so the next three to six months, we're strongly trying to grow the brand and mostly helping people to actually implement everything I've been talking about today, implementing sales funnels and marketing funnels specifically for the nonprofit sector, right? My first about four years in entrepreneurship, I was in the for-profit space, running multiple different companies, you know, grew to seven-figure valuations rather quickly, and now I've pivoted to the nonprofit space. And so it's giving me this interesting, you know, interesting perspective around using for-profit strategies to actually help nonprofits to grow. So when you're talking about the bottom of that funnel where the sale happens, where that ask happens, that's when you're typically now asking for donations in the nonprofit space. And so, yeah, next three to six months, we're strongly focused around my digital NPO and really helping to educate nonprofits about this concept of sales funnels, marketing funnels, then actually helping them to put together a strategy and then actually the implementation for them as well to really you know, have one of these working for them almost on automation inside of their organizations. So that's, that's our biggest focus that we have right now. I love that. That's so exciting. Now, Wayne, I want to give you the next two, three minutes here to talk about any bits and pieces that maybe we didn't have a chance to cover throughout the interview, anything to do with uh, what you've got going on in the two different businesses that you run. Um, Now is your time to take the stage and really, really dive in if there's any last bits and pieces you want to share. And then, of course, the best way to reach out to you if there is anyone listening looking to, to connect. 
Yeah, Brittany, I, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, anybody listening, right? I've talked about two different companies, my digital MPO, which is my digital NPO.com. So if you're a nonprofit organization, uh, a foundation or an NGO that's really looking to raise more money online using a strategic method that's sort of coming, like I said, from the for-profit sector, go check us out there, mydigitalnpo.com. And other than that, our overarching brand is called Journey to Legacy, right? where we're really helping entrepreneurs to grow on the both personal and professional development side with really tons of training and coaching uh, consulting. We don't actually do any implementation from that brand. Uh, really just trying to help high net worth individuals, entrepreneurs, executives to grow within themselves and thus grow their companies also. And so reach me out, reach out to us either of those locations. But I guess the last thing that I really like to share is just that I think everybody who's listening, right, if they're talking about or thinking about launching a podcast, to help their brand and help their company, or if they're thinking about whatever strategies are going on, they're just trying to grow themselves. I always urge you to ask the question of five years from now, am I still going to be interested in this topic? Right? Not necessarily five years from now, are you going to still be interested in podcasting, right? Which I think you most likely will be, but in the topic that you're discussing, in the industry that you're helping, right? At least five years from now, are you still going to be interested in it? Because if you're not, then you're going to slowly start to fade away and the business is ultimately going to suffer because of it, right? And so always take that in consideration when you're starting anything. Like I said in the beginning of this, right? When I got into entrepreneurship, I wanted to be the overnight success. I had to learn the hard way that overnight successes are always at least 10 years in the making, and so keep that in mind, right? Play for the long game, the big picture, right? And so ask yourself five years from now, am I still going to be enjoying this topic? And if you are going to be enjoying it, proceed forward, right? Proceed forward, launch that podcast, start that new marketing strategy, launch the website, and really just make sure to market your company, your brand, shout it from the rooftops, right? Especially coming from a marketing guy. Too many times I've found out or realized that I'm too focused on marketing everybody else's businesses instead of my own. And you have to be telling people about it, right? Because you could have the best product, the best service, but if nobody knows about it then nobody's going to buy it, you won't be able to help anybody. So Brittany, thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Wayne. This has been so incredible. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on and share this value, talking about overcoming the, the obstacles, you know, um, adapting online businesses using a podcast, you know, resilience. I This is all great. And I know it's going to relate <laughs> to those listening. And, you know, the, the value you added to myself and my audience is what I'm looking for. So I appreciate it, Wayne. Thank you so much. Thank you. Group, if you're... If you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on the show, just like Wayne Veldsman did today, please go to top100interviews.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Bye, guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.